Justin. I'm Maurice, and you're listening to Category Is. What's up, Maurice? How are you? I'm good. How are you? I am weary. Why? <laughs> no, I'm just um, I'm just tired. I've been working a lot lately. Mm-hmm. Uh, working very hard, so that's good to keep busy and to be productive. But um, you know, it's just been like a full week of just kicking my ass. So I'm tired, but I'm good. You know, I'm blessed and highly favored. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Yes, God is good all the time. All the time, God is good. Yes. Um. Yeah. But I'm just. I am. I am a little bit. My energy level is like womp womp. But that's okay. We got to give the people a show. How are you? I'm good. I'm kind of feeling the same. I think it's you know we had such a hype and anxiety for months, like leading up to the election, and then now the results are kind of you know it's been announced, and now it's like transition planning. So I think everyone's kind of on that lull of like, whew, girl. You know, and everybody's just like regrouping and, and recouping from that situation. Uh, I was pretty much the same. My weekend was full of work. I had a presentation um, first thing Monday morning at 8.30. So majority of my weekend was like doing that, like prepping my presentation, get my PowerPoint together. And what else happened this weekend? Oh, I got the new iPhone. Oh, you got the iPhone 12? I got the 12 Pro Max. Not the mini. The mini looks yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Non-size queen. I got the Pacific Blue. Nice. I like that. That's yeah. what I'm thinking about getting. Yeah, it's um, it's nice. I had the 10s Max or XS Max, whatever they called it, last time. But um, I mean, so far it's pretty much the same. Like it's a little bit bigger. Um, some of the apps are different they just look different i don't know maybe it's because the phone yeah. is, is i think a lot of the apps newer. like coincide their updates with the mm-hmm. release of the new iphone because i was yeah. on instagram and instagram kind of changed its layout yeah which i don't like it anymore because now they like shuffled the buttons around so i'm like trying yeah. to use it the old um format post, like post messages and notifications are top right hand corner mm-hmm. and like now they have like a shopping button uh-huh, at the screen. bottom yeah ridiculous like we don't need instagram to be amazon too i have enough of a problem with that yeah yeah but that was pretty much it for the weekend yeah this weekend i was chill it's weekend three in a row of staying out of these streets for me pat on the back well (laughs) you're not staying home you in somebody's street well well i'm Socially distanced in the street by myself, but you no, know, my boyfriend and I we just went for a bike ride on Saturday. Meal prepped, grocery shopped, real run of the mill, easy stuff. Started watching The Handmaid's Tale. Oh God, why would you do that? I don't know. He wanted to watch it, but um, I'm just mm. I'm not I'm not into it. I need to find some other programming. But I'm excited because The Crown. Episode four just came out. That's what I'm gonna watch. Yeah, I'm not even excited to see that one, honestly. Really? The Anglophile not excited for the crown. Because you know, this season is all about Diana. And it's a bit of a trigger for me because you know, she was so loved and you know, the just iconic woman, and she broke so many barriers for the royal family, but then you know how the story ended and then even now, because it's a lot in the beginning about Camilla Parker Bowles and how um, she's 
like Prince Charles's true love. So everyone was trying, kind of competing with her. And then just the whole demise of, because um, the buildup is like the wedding with Princess Diana, and then you see it's going to decline. And then, you know, even coming to present day with the whole Harry and Meghan stuff, and it's just like, I don't know if I can do it. Because normally I would watch it, like right. binge it the first day. And so I was trying to stay up Saturday night because, you know, they drop at midnight and my melatonin had already hit. So I was like, not going to make it. And then Sunday um, during the day, I was like, oh, shit, I should have watched The Crown. But then I was like, I don't feel it. Well, speaking of binging shows, I did binge this one show that everyone was raving about on Netflix. And I was like, oh, this looks stupid and dumb. But Friday night, I didn't do anything. I just got me a bottle of wine. I sat down and I watched this show called Emily in Paris. No, ma'am. <laughs> it's, 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 I'm embarrassed to say I watched it. It's a little bit terrible. Um, mm -hmm. it's, very, it's a very cliche show about this American girl who goes to Paris to work at a marketing company. It's very Devil Wears Prada meets Meets. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it was cute and it was funny and I got into it. It was a little 30 minute show, so good for my mm -hmm. you know, attention. And I ran yeah. through it in one night and I, I did enjoy, it was a good time with myself. So I did enjoy Emily in Paris and I will watch season two. Yeah, it just got renewed, but I heard it's horrible. I mean, like, it's, terrible. It's lowbrow, but it's it's brilliant. If I'm going to use like the um, New York Magazine matrix for like uh, rating things, it's not like a critically acclaimed show. It's not going to be written about for ages or even copy. Mm -hmm. it's a copy of a copy. So, I mean, but it, it, it gives you that fix. It's cute. It's fun. Uh, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> So what are you drinking this week, Maurice? This week, in the spirit of fall, I have, um, it's this Honeycrisp apple sparkling beverage I got from Trader Joe's over the weekend. And so I put um, some vodka in it. So nice. it's good. It's like, um, you know, Honeycrisp apples are the thing for the fall. Are they honey crisp apples? Yeah. Okay. They're like three dollars an apple at Whole Foods. Oh no, ma'am. Yeah. Mm -mm. yeah. I'm just having a cabernet. I was too tired to be up in here mixing and shaking and stirring. Just pop me a bottle, poured it. It's gonna be a nice nightcap. I'm probably <laughs> gonna like tumble into bed after we wrap recording. <laughs> you always do. Yes. Or sleep on the floor. You do that sometimes. The floor, the couch, you know, wherever. <laughs> mm -mm. Well, let's get to the categories this week, Maurice. What category? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's been a week, y'all. I'm not even going to lie. I have not had right. the bandwidth to kind of even, you know, prepare for this week's show. So we're just going to go off the cuff, real it's a random. Part. It's a conversation. Yeah. But honestly and truly, though, usually over the course of a week, the show kind of like produces itself in terms of topics that we're going to discuss. But this week, maybe I've just been too far away from the news circle, the news cycle. Mm -hmm. um, I also just feel like there hasn't been much news. Like, honestly, there hasn't. Right. So there's not much things to discuss. Yeah. I think, you know, celebrities are kind of laying low. 
like I said, the election's over, so there's not really much going on that you know we haven't really known about. The it orange person. The election's over. Yeah, he's refusing to concede, but girl, the clock is ticking on that. Um, he's got lawsuits everywhere, which are getting thrown out. They had that KKK rally in D.C. over the weekend. Yeah, I saw that. One of my friends on Instagram, um, one of my actual friends in real life, but I saw on his Instagram that he was like in D.C. He was out there? Oh. Uh, I don't know, but he was out in D.C. and he was like filming the protesters. They're a mess. People who just support this person, they're ridiculous. It's like, you know, this. he tried gerrymandering. He tried slowing the U.S. Postal Service. He tried, you know, saying that this was all not going to, you know, come to fruition because he said the voting, mail-in voting was fraudulent. He did all mm-hmm. these things and still lost. And still lost. Yeah. yeah. And the people who, and there's people out here, a major part of his contingent that believe that he was, you know, stole, this election was stolen from him. And they're not going to accept Biden as a legitimate president. And that's scary. But these are the same people who, like, you can show, like, a pit, a video of, like, police shooting Black people every day. And they're going to be like, I still need more proof. Right? Right. I don't know. Politi- I feel like, again, to your point, I'm politically drained. I don't care. Uh-huh. Like, let's just get through the holidays. Speaking of, are you excited for them? No. <laughs> because... You know, the holidays is all about family and spending time with your loved ones. But, you know, we're hitting the second wave. And here, even here in Philly, today they announced that they're going back to the original restrictions. So no more dining restaurants, gyms are closed. Um, basically, anything indoors is canceled. And they're canceling school. Um, it's going to be 100% virtual. And then they're saying that, um, you know, for the holidays, if the person doesn't live in your immediate household, then you should not be congregating with them. So, you know, it's big family gathering time. And we're not going to be able to do that uh, this year. So. Mm -hmm. It does suck. You know, one thing I'm not feeling is a virtual Thanksgiving. It's just maybe because we're on the virtual thing, doing this very podcast, we're on the virtual um, Zoom meetings all day. You want to kind of hug and kiss and, you know, actually be with your loved ones, not do it through the computer screen. Right. Like, I guess if that's all you have, but I'm really honestly like this weekend, my boyfriend and I tried to like play Christmas music and get into the whole season of Thanksgiving and Christmas, but I'm just like, mm. Not really feeling it. I'm really not. It's also still the middle of November. (laughs) (laughs) Don't act act like they haven't been playing All I Want for Christmas since like the first. Yeah, that's when the season starts. So even, well, I only play Christmas music from like November to February. So over here, it's pretty the usual, but you know, just the I think the feeling of it is not going to be the same this year. So that's fine. And, you know, once, um, I think once we get past Black Friday, and I think that's when it'll kick in because it'll be like you get past that first holiday where, you know, Thanksgiving, 
and then you know people get more in the spirit i think that's true you're right yeah. i just think i'm looking i'm looking forward to looking forward to something unlike many other people who are looking forward to like new year's day as if somehow all the mess of 2020 is magically going to evaporate on january 1st <laughs> um i don't know I, I usually do love christmas and thanksgiving as well but it's just i'm not I'll give it more time. I'll give it more time to get into the spirit. <laughs> you ain't got much left, girl. I don't. I mean, I, I'm, I, honestly, I feel like I'm not even running on E. I feel like I'm on, like, the reserve. Like, I'm about to just break down on the side of the road. But that's okay. Um, yeah. We're going to be okay. Yeah, I just think that, you know, it's been a year. And people are exhausted. And in a way it's like it's a what is what like eight six weeks away from now it's christmas so we still yeah. got time and people are like, okay well what's going to happen between now and then you know so maybe people are just hopeful for the new year and everything's going to be great because i mean we get a new president in january that's something to look forward to we and we'll see what happens okay we'll see yeah that's right let's see yeah, just be optimistic. I, I'm trying, but you know, it's, it's harder for me than it is for you. You're you're the okay. the ray of sunshine and, and hope. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm uh, optimistic. Be optimistic. <laughs> yes. Try. Did you see? This is random, but did you see the um? Was it the Miss USA pageant? No, they still did that. Yeah, was they it still did it. Distanced? So it kind of was like all of the contestants. I couldn't see the art. Well, I didn't watch it. I just saw like the clips online, and so it didn't really show the audience. But on the stage, the contestants had masks that matched their gowns. They I was going like, to ask. Really... Do they have matching gown masks <laughs> yeah. for their gowns? Yeah. Even in their section. Yeah, and they were spaced out. And, but when they announced the winner, they were like, you know how they have them stand like face to face, they mm-hmm. can see each other. And so the outgoing Miss USA, she was, um, I guess the longest reigning one because it was supposed to be like a few months ago. Oh, in September. Yeah, it was supposed to be a while. Yeah. And so they, um, so I saw like their, that video montage they do at the end where they were saying, you know, she's the longest reigning and blah, blah, blah. And they gave her with the long curly hair. Uh huh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they, you know, gave her her little moment. I forget where she was from, but like the Miss Universe, the South African woman with the little short, she was on the video. And then they had the Miss Teen USA. And then the Miss um, America was on there too. And they had their little moment, you know, because they were all the four um, reigning queens are all black women. And so this year, the winner of Miss. USA was Miss uh, Mississippi. Um, I see her name's Asia Branch. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, she's from yes, Mississippi. From Mississippi. She's the first um, black woman to win the Miss Mississippi pageant, and then she's also the first Miss Mississippi to win Miss USA. Okay, Miss Mississippi. And so. You know, they, the people they rank, go, they rank 50th in like everything, everything, education, <laughs> poverty, 
everything. So they, you know, Black Twitter's like, oh, yes, we got another Miss, uh, Black Miss USA. But then, you know, it don't take long for them to find anything on social media. right. So Miss Asia is one of those people. She has zero Black friends, like none. None. She has a white boyfriend. She is a proponent of the Second Amendment. She loves her guns. And she is a Trump supporter. Child. <laughs> she looked like, well, in this picture with her boyfriend, she looked mad regular. She looked like Candace Owens' cousin. They did her up. You know, makeup does wonders. Yeah. Makeup in a good and way weave. does mm -hmm. some wonders. Her boyfriend's a little cute, though. Not going to lie. But... Well, you know, she's just, I guess, a product of her environment, maybe. I don't know. I Mississippi like, is like the blackest state ever. There's a lot of black people in Mississippi. Right. But I feel like, was there any county that went blue in Mississippi at this past election? Like, at all? There had I feel to like be. the whole state went red. No, I think Oklahoma was the only one that was well, all red. Just... Okay, okay, okay. But, man, how old is this young woman? Hmm. I don't know. You know what? I feel like all Black, especially Black women, Trump supporters have a certain look to them. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? They're always going to have a weave. Like, you're never going to see a, a Black woman Trump supporter with yeah. a natural hairstyle. Yeah. They always have, like, a um, concealer in a foundation color that's a little bit lighter than their actual skin tone. Mm-hmm. And also, like, their hair is kind of done in a way that's very, like, newscaster-ish. Like, like, um, news lady. Okay. And they speak in a certain cadence. I've never heard this woman speak. I've never heard her I'm speak. I'm not surprised I that she's a Trump supporter. Yeah. And then she was like, well... With talent. I think she sings. I don't know. Maybe she raps or whatever. But she was on something, and she was like, I'm not a Trump supporter. Uh oh, I just happened to um, work on like criminal justice reform or something. But then, of course, the people dug up the videos and she was like all over the place singing at Trump rallies, doing the most. So her black card got revoked. She might as well have. <laughs> yeah, like black card revoked. Girl, you are canceled. Damn, no one's going to feature her at all. Because normally you would have heard more about it. Right, right. But nope. They were Damn. Like, oh, man. Yeah. Yep. Be my skin folk, not my kin folk. Mm -hmm. She's, she ain't, you know, we don't rock with her. No. Wow. Yeah. That was a mess. That is a mess. It's, that's funny though. The country is just in a crazy, in a crazy place. But did you hear about the um one woman? I believe her name's Corey Bush. I don't feature her. Why? I mean, she's <sighs> Jesus. So she's trying to be the new member of the squad, which is AOC, Elon Omar, and Rashida Tlaib, and then the other chick. But I just, 
don't like them because <laughs> the squad. Their whole, the squad. Because their whole thing is, you know, tear it down and burn it down. And, you know, we're here to shake stuff up. But y'all don't even know what y'all shaking up. And, like, they run on these outlandish platforms. And now they've been spending, like, post-election, they've been everywhere talking about just all this stuff to divide the Democrats and, you know, try to get, push the party to this ultra-progressive, you know, platform mm. or ide- ideology, but that shit don't make sense. And just because someone disagrees with you doesn't mean that you have to tear everything down. And I just get that from them. Like, they were the same women who were booing Hillary Clinton. And, really? you know, they were, yes, they were on something and they were like, led these chants and we're booing her on stage and like all this BS at a time where, and we just didn't need that. And they kind of gas up their followers who, you know, there are a lot of Bernie supporters, a lot of Elizabeth Warren supporters. And so it's like that young base and they could do so much with it, I feel like, but they're using it to lift themselves up at the expense of everyone else. If y'all don't, if y'all disagree that much with Democrats, why are you running as a Democrat? Why are you using the party system? Exactly, exactly. I mean, when it comes to Cory Bush, she was just elected the U.S. representative from Missouri, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Um, She was involved a lot in like the Black Lives Matter protests and stuff like that. But I know she was in Ferguson, the protests, and she was saying recently she had a mask that said Breonna Taylor on. Mm -hmm. And she was complaining that a lot of her um, Republican colleagues who were at some meeting recently who were all newly elected or were incumbents who were reelected, kept calling her Breonna Taylor. She was like, that's okay. They can call, they keep calling me Breonna Taylor. I'm not a Breonna Taylor, but I'm going to educate them about who Breonna Taylor is. And I was like, okay, but maybe, maybe they were, maybe they were not calling her Breonna Taylor, but referencing her as Breonna Taylor because of the name was on her mask. But I'm, I do think that like a lot of the, the, the new up and coming politicians are trying to make a name for themselves. And I do feel like we're at this point now where the Democratic Party and the Republican Party, if I'm honest, are gonna like split into factions. Mm-hmm. And I think that now more than ever, we have the serious, serious likelihood of there being like four parties, like a super progressive that. party, the more moderate Democrats, the moderate mm-hmm. Republicans, like, you know, the Republicans that we now wish for, like George W. Bush mm-hmm. and you know, John McCain. And then you're gonna have like the ridiculous Trump type Republicans. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, that's what it's gonna be. I don't know. I feel like it's going to be no one's there to actually legislate or bring anything of substance. It's more about them getting attention and coming off of the last term, the outgoing person who still claims he's president. It was just so much of that, like attention, media, you know, likes, clicks, clickbait, you know, nothing is based on facts or substance anymore and people see how much you know that got hyped up and that person got you know built up their following and i think that's just what they're trying to do because if you look at that lady from georgia i believe 14th district and she's basically trying to be the republican aoc she's like 
the anti-masker, she was posting, you know, oh, they, they scheduled orientation for a Sunday, but, you know, we're going to take it to church. And, you know, I'm not going. So it's like, who cares? <laughs> you know, no one's trying to say you can't go to church. And I'm sure it wasn't all day. Like, just everyone's out to get this attention. Yeah, to, to, to that point, I, I do see that. It feels like the political climate is about getting attention, getting recognition, getting a Vogue cover or a Vogue spread, mm-hmm. um, getting as many followers as you can. Wow. It really seems like there's just like this influencer, like I mm-hmm. just want to be popular, right. get clicks, and like I don't actually want to get shit done that affects people's day-to-day lives, you know, right. and, that, and that's disheartening. Mm. But we'll see, you know. You have to, all I'll say is all change, change is sometimes slower than we can, than we want, but it goes at the pace that sometimes we can handle, you know, if that makes sense. Inspirational quotes, you got that from Instagram. No, I just made that one up. Oh. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm over here. Oh, she's quitting, you heard? Well, she's retiring. About time. Yes. (laughs) I couldn't even finish Peace from Broken Pieces. It was a mess. I do miss um, Fix Her My book. Life, though. No, she, it still comes on. I know, but it's just, it'd be a lot. I used to watch it all the time, but now it's just too much. But So I stopped watching it. Uh, she had what's her name from uh, Flavor, Flavor of Love on there. I forget what her name actually was. Bucky. I think it was Bucky. Mm-hmm. Shay Johnson, I think it's her real name. <laughs> hey, she got cussed the fuck up. She oh, got have it. Nothing was better than I pop, pop, pop my ass to Harriet Tubman and Rosa Parks, but again. <laughs> oh, mess. All right, do you have anything else you want to just chit-chat about in our category? No, that's it. I'm good. Do you have, and I said what I said for this week. I do. Four. I said what I said. Go ahead, Maurice. So my I say what I said for this week is you mentioned Vogue the other a few minutes ago. And so I don't know if you've seen the coverage, but so for the December issue is gonna be Harry Styles, who is the member of um what was it? Backstreet Boys? Five. Party of five? One direction. Don't do the Backstreet Boys like that. One direction. (laughs) One direction. The British group, they were on X Factor or something mass singer i don't know but um so yeah he's on the cover of vogue and he's the first solo male to be on the cover of vogue i know kanye was on there with kim but he's the first like guy i guess to be on vogue cover by himself and i don't really feature harry styles like that like i don't really know much about him i know he has that song that's about watermelon sugar which watermelon sugar? Like, right yeah it was like the summer song it probably took like 10 people to write it but um anyway so i read the article and looked at the photos because the photos were getting a lot of attention and so he's um he has this like quirky style anyway like he's always in like these high-waisted pants or like some really wide bell-bottom pant like wide leg pants um, he kind of is trying to be like the new Mick Jagger is right. what I kind of would characterize him as. 
or, or maybe David um, Bowie. David Bowie, yeah. Uh, but I think more Mick Jagger. Oh, yeah. I would say, oh, yeah. I'll give him that. But um, so anyway, in the Vogue spread, he's wearing a lot of dresses. And the internet, you know, went crazy about that. Um, even today, uh, Ben Shapiro, who's like some political commentator, and then Candace Owens, <laughs> your girl, were going off about how <laughs> about how him wearing dresses is like um, the downfall of masculinity and it's the destruction of the of society and blah 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 blah. And that's not like my problem with it. My problem with with it is that the article is basically saying that you know, oh, he's having fun, he's playing dress up, he's, you know, and they were making light of of that. And, you know, I know that gender identity is an expression and androgyny and, you know, all of that is very serious to a lot of people. And, you know, there are people who, you know, struggle with their identity and being able to express themselves and their gender and being, you know, non-binary or gender queer, gender fluid, things like that. And mm-hmm. people really you know, struggle with that personally. And so for Vogue, who, you know, has this huge platform and they have one of, I guess, the biggest stars today on their cover and in their pages and to use words like just having fun or just playing dress up or experimenting with style. And I just think that that was the wrong verbiage and message to be, you know, and then making it seem like he's, you know, taking so much steps to, you know, make it more normal, which I guess maybe he is. But if you're only doing it in a photo spread or you're only doing it, you know, for very stylized, like, photo shoots and music videos or whatever, that's not your everyday life. And right. you can kind of play it off or get, you know, get away with it because you can say, oh, I was just doing that for the photos. You know, I, they asked me to do Vogue, so, you know, I gave them Vogue. A lot of the looks were, um, like, oversized coats or, like, kilts. And, you know, I know he's from the UK, um, and they wear them in Scotland. But, but still, it's, like, kind of towing the line and, like, dipping the foot in the pond, but not really getting too wet. And so it was just, like, eh, I don't know. Like, if y'all wanted to make this statement about, you know, gender expression or fluidity or, you know, identity or any, anything, then y'all could have got somebody who kind of does that in their real life. Like right. Jaden, Jaden Smith's been doing that. Been wearing. Right. But Jaden Smith is also a black guy, not a white guy, right? Right. Like there's all, I mean, right. I feel like there's there's layers to this. It's like there's there is, there's there so are. many like, you know, um LGBT people of color who are actually advocating for um acceptance of gender nonconformity. Mm-hmm in the mainstream who walk out of their apartment in real life with, you know, gender, you know, with different kinds of clothing on right. and face actual real backlash. And they're not shielded by the privilege of celebrity and mm-hmm. money and that, but also they're not interesting because no one knows who they are. Right. Like Harry Styles has this social capital through his celebrity that mm-hmm. someone but I think that that begs the better question, the, the larger question of who are we giving social capital to? Who are we right. allowing to make these 
um, statements and to be the face of this movement. Because right now, like if I was, I'm not trying to, to, to diminish everything that's happening in the LGBT movement, especially with respect to trans rights, but trans is hot right now. So it kind of just reads like he's just capitalizing on this hot moment. Mm -hmm. And, you know, white cisgendered men are always the first to kind of like exploit something when there's actual people out here who could better articulate right. what this is about because they actually live this experience. And, right. and, and, and to have him do it is the diminution mm -hmm. of their experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, well, y'all need to, to do better with that. And Jaden Smith is available. Y'all could have called him. Y'all could have called him. You know, you, you could have called lots of folks. Mm -hmm. You know, you could have went and plucked anybody out from Atlanta at the Lexington Mall. Mm -hmm. The Lenox Mall. Lenox. <laughs> yeah. But some level of celebrity. Lenox, yeah. not Lexington. My God, my mind is yeah. shot. Yeah. Um, my step, what I said this week, goes to um, Pharrell Williams. And it's really just him, because I'm going to speak about him specifically, but about other celebrities who are giving us things that we don't need. Things that didn't nobody ask for and things that didn't nobody want. Like Pharrell, such as? Pharrell's releasing a skincare line. <laughs> and, you know, people talk about Pharrell looking so young and he's always having his skin together. Um, Pharrell don't look that young to me. I don't know what y'all be looking at. Um, does he not have like hyperpigmentation and acne blemishes and like pox in his skin? Sure. But I mean, do do I want to go to Pharrell for skincare? Especially when skincare is 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 offered, it's like a super saturated market. There's more things than anyone could ever buy to put on their skin to make it look healthy and beautiful. Mm -hmm. Do we really need a celebrity skincare line? Not from Pharrell. Was he a dermatologist? Is he a Scientologist? Oop, maybe. Is he a, chem is he a chemist? Like, you know, and then he basically is rolling out his line, which is called Human Race. Uh. And <laughs> it comes in like this green packaging. And it's just like, okay, so well, if you're bad. human, use this. And that's also like, okay, well, what kind of human? What kind of human skin do you have? Is it oily? Is it combination? Is it eczema? Like, it's more specific than that, but it's also the exact replica of Rihanna's skincare Fenty Skin release line. It's like, mm. we're gonna give you a cleanser with a toner that also um, has a serum, and then we're gonna give you an SPF. And I get that like, not everyone may be into skincare and getting different serums and emulsions and essences and stuff. And you don't have to be that into it, but it's just, I am so, as a person who's into skin, and that's a part of my self-care, and I spend way too much money on it, I really am annoyed, so, so annoyed by the celebrity skincare brands. Mm. Stop them, cut it, I don't see the value. You have nothing but like fragrances and all like bad types of ingredients and the active ingredients. It's just like, there's a lot, I mean, we could keep with Mario Badesco, Sunday Riley, other reputable brands like Paula's Choice that have been doing this for a long time. Stick to music. Rihanna, we're still waiting on this album. Pharrell, I don't know what you're doing. Waiting. You know, give, give, it, give the people what they want. It's like, it's just late. You're just, it's just late and it's wrong. And I, I, I don't feature it. And I said what I said. All right, now it's time for 10s, 10s, 10s across the board. Across the board. Who's your 10s this week, Maurice? My 10s is going to Ruby Bridges, who 
Oh. It's been in the news recently. So she was the first black student to um, integrate, oh, I forget the name of the school, but it was November 14th, 1960. So 60 years ago, uh, last week, uh, no, Sunday, yesterday. Wait, what's today? Saturday, okay, <laughs> the 14th uh, of November. So she's, you know, talks about how she was, um, like federal agents had to like escort her to school. Her, um, and this was in 1960, because Brown versus Board of Education was in 1954. But then, you know, Southern schools, this was in Louisiana, they weren't even um, integrated even like six years later. Um, I know her mom like recently passed away also. And so I read this article that said, you know, how her mom would used to like go to school with her because, you know, she was afraid for her safety and stuff. But then she had like younger siblings. So the mom had to like eventually stay home. And then just the destruction that um, Ruby's like integration into the school like caused for like their family, like the parents separated, they lost their jobs. It's like all this turmoil that happened just because they wanted their child to, you know, attend and integrate a school. She had to like take a test. She was one of six black kids who passed, who scored high enough on this test to actually integrate um, this school. And even so 50 years ago, my father was actually the first, um, one of the first black students to integrate the high, the high school in our hometown. So it was even 1970, they weren't even um, integrated. So even longer than in Louisiana. So tens for you, Ruby. She's a civil rights activist now. And, you know, she just kind of goes around and, you know, talks about her story. So 60 years ago, it was not that long ago. No, not at all. Not that long ago. The grandparents are, are 60 or above 60. She's like if a year younger than my mom. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. right, right. And that's, and that's a valid point, because sometimes we think about like these things that happened as long ago because it's a part of the mm -hmm. history books, but it's like, no, that's like recent history. It's modern yeah. history. Yeah. You know, like, you know, what we're living through right now with all this craziness is historical. Like it's, someone's going to read about it in a book one day, but it'll just yeah. be like a, a memory for us, you know, yeah. you know, when we get old and, you know, still snatch because we're going to be using good skincare. <laughs> using that for real. <laughs> But well, for you, Ruby. Skin to hair. Yes, yes, Ruby. Uh, going from tens to hair, I give my tens this week to an employer who has been slacking on delivering all of us our packages. Um, and it's UPS. Uh, they finally decided to let go of their antiquated policy, uh, which banned traditionally African hairstyles such as dreadlocks, cornrows. Really? Yes, they had that in their policy. They also did not allow facial hair for their delivery drivers. And it's 2020. Mind you, the military now allows for like dreadlocks and braids. But UPS now has announced that they are letting go of that policy. And there's been a lot of pressure on different corporations and school districts and such to get rid of these discriminatory practices, uh, which specifically target um, African or black customary hairstyles. So 
good on you, UPS. I mean, you're hella fucking late, but I mean, I guess that's some progress. Now people can have a beard, you know, because a beard, all men look better with a beard, I must say. And, uh, you know, some, some of the beards be struggling. You don't think so? Uh-uh. Some be struggling. Not with everybody. A beard. I feel like a beard is, is, is makes 99.9% of men look better. Mm. You don't agree? Depends and then it beard. also allows other people to wear to wear other hairstyles that they feel like suits them or that they just wish to wear and they can keep their damn job. Bringing us our packages in the COVID since we ain't going to the stores. Delivering us our packages during the holiday season. I don't care about that. As long as they keep the policy of hiring the hottest drivers that they can because UPS, hmm, they have some fun. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. And, and keep the shorts short. Yeah, even in the winter time. Mm-hmm. That's it. All right, guys. Well, thanks for joining us for another episode of Category Is. Uh, tune in next week, and we hope you have Yeah, Bye. stay inside, stay safe. Thank you for listening to Category Is. Be sure to like, rate, and review the show wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow us on all things social media at Category is Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And you can contact us at CategoryIsPod at gmail.com. Check us out on the web at CategoryIsPod.com.